Hello there. This is the Rainbow Nation podcast. My name is Russell. And I'm Christine. Welcome back. This is um, (laughs) our fourth episode, which is quite exciting. It is our fourth episode. I'm very exciting, or I'm very exciting. (laughs) I'm very exciting also. I'm very excited because we have my friend and colleague Paul Paling here. (gasps) Hello, Paul. How are you? I felt like a butterfly. (laughs) Do not use that for every answer. Okay. I'm alive. I'm kicking. Life is good. Wearing yet another math shirt. Paul is famous for his math shirts at Charles Hayes. So for those who don't know, Mr. Paul Palin is a... Person? (laughs) Sure. Teacher. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm a math teacher at Charles Hayes Secondary School. How long have you been a math teacher? Oh my God. How long have you been alive? (laughs) Just a few years less than that. 30, this is my 32nd year. Is it really? Yeah. Holy smokes. That's awesome. Told you. It's just a few years less than you've been alive. (laughs) Because you guys are what, like 33, 34? That's very funny. That's totally it. Yeah. (laughs) We'll go with that. So Paul (laughs) is my partner in crime. Uh, We run the GSA together, but he is often the person who runs the lunch hour meetings of excitement and teaches a lot of math in an inspiring way. I'm just sitting here and nodding. (laughs) And is also queer in the North. We're all queer up in here. (laughs) So, Paul, I'm going to fire you some questions. My first one is, what was your coming out story like? Oh, man, which one? Um, I'm going to pick the one to family first. That was tough. I know. They are tough, they aren't are they? They are tough. Uh, yeah, it was after my dad had died, passed away, and yeah. What year was it? Oh God, I don't know. I was pro- I was kind of late coming out. I was in my, getting towards my late 30s. I was like 36 or so, 37. We were wow, all 30 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. It's like the magic decade, 30s, 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 I guess. Well, I know, like when I was growing up, like I was in high school in the end of the 70s early 80s and being gay was not okay and right yeah. we had the wonderful jokes like do you know what gay stands for got aids yet <laughs> wow yeah that was the popular one in my high school where did you grow up uh cranbrook oh wow so yeah so yeah you know have these expectations in life that you're supposed to be this and right mm-hmm. have provide get married and provide the children and everything and that nuclear family yeah. 2.5 kids, which I still don't get. What's the 0.5 for? The I dogs. Think it's the dogs. Oh, the, the dogs. dogs. Or the cat. Oh, okay. So yeah. Two cat. is for sure two possibly one boy, one humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> possibly humans. Well, I always thought it should be three, one of each. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because when I was growing up, I mean, again, this was, I don't know if it's foreshadowing or something like that, but I'm the youngest of five children. Uh, Two older brothers and two older sisters. And it was the boys, the girls, and Paul. <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to tell me from the time I was a kid, but I think that just had a total influence on my life. I blame my mom. <laughs> That's what I told her when I came out. I said, Mom, you know, I don't really want to tell you this, but, um, you know, I'm gay and it's your fault. 
That's literally <laughs> what you said. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second part of my question is, what do you think has changed for young people now in terms of coming out? Well, just from from even when I started teaching, the, the change in the world has been so dramatic that, you know, right. kids, you'd never hear about a gay kid in school when I started teaching and even like 10 years on, but nowadays it's like almost like it's no big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was walking down the hallway after lunch today and I saw two girls walking down the hall hand in hand. I don't know if they're gay. I don't know if they weren't. They were right. just happy walking hand in hand. And right. even boys, That's awesome. Even, awesome. even boys are... are, are much more open to being physically affectionate with each other. Like, yeah, yeah, I've with, noticed that too. With, whether they're gay or straight. Yeah. yeah, with boys, they're definitely more boys affectionate. Are, boys I think. are really touchy-feely these days too. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Like, like cuddly, hold hands, hug. I say crazy just because when I was, you know, growing up, that, again, you know, that was just not something. Yeah, no, you, you even look at a boy sideways when you're yeah, you, like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Am I going to get my butt kicked or what's going on here try to melt into the wall or something yeah yeah Yeah. um so just because you have we've worked together a lot um and just doing all the things that we do with the gsa what do you think you have created for lgbt youth today like what do you how do you think you've impacted the school oh god i don't think i've done it at all i think it's always the kids (laughs) I'm just yeah. there. I'm just the guy that hangs out and goes, uh-huh. Yeah, but don't you think that because of because it's you and because of what you've been through, like what you bring from your life to that for them to see, that they must have some sort of impact from that? Well, yeah, uh, I expect so. I mean, as, as Christina said a few times on the podcast that she didn't really have any lesbian or gay role models to look up to growing up right because mm-hmm. teachers weren't out in school even though you may suspect a teacher or two that right. was gay that ones that you actually know are gay and ones that you know accept you for who you are mm-hmm. I would imagine would make a huge difference in, in the lives of kids whether it's said or not right I think too like just you offered up your your math room for so many years and and just that that's a safe place in the school accessibility and, I've never sneezed on a podcast, but I think it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Um, and the school's been really open about mm-hmm. it as well. I mean, you go to virtually every classroom and you'll see on the door, there'll be one of the GSA little squiggle stickers. Yeah, oh, and nice. I, I always think that is a super fantastic thing about, you know, the Charles Hayes body and, and student teacher body. You know, it's a very open school. Um I've had two practicum students and it's something about when you walk into the doors, you know, and you see the signs and, and I even think of the lunch meetings where we're not doing a lot necessarily Mm. at, you know, a meeting or whatever, but just being there, just sitting, you know, in the room with the students and just laughing about everyday things. Yeah. No, I I tell them that the room's open for them at all times if they want to come in at lunchtime. They, nice. they have their little hidey hole and around the corner somewhere that they all sit for lunch anyways. But yeah, it's open. Oh, I cool. think it's great. Then kids wander in go like, oh, what's happening here? And Oh, okay. <laughs> and they wander out. Um, do you have like a favorite student story from your years of teaching? Like I think of, I know some of the students who 
have been really influenced by your teaching? Um, like, do you have a couple or a story? No? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Like Nothing that comes to like, mind. Like, have you ever had a student come back and say, you know, I really appreciated all the things you did for me or... You know, thanks for explaining math a thousand times. Or... <laughs> thanks for making it not so intimidating. Reagan Saka. <laughs> really? <laughs> really, yeah. yeah. She, she, when she, she saw, it always says, you know, when, when she's taking her education courses and they talk about things, she says, oh, my math teacher, Paul Paling, used to do that. <laughs> you know, like going, did I? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like struggling to stay alive back then. <laughs> <laughs> I know a student who wants to come back and take over your position when you retire. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. I didn't yeah. That was an influence because she was never my student. Oh, really? No, no. I've, oh, she's... she just wants your classroom. <laughs> <laughs> I want her to have my classroom because I think she's going to be terrific. Yeah, no, I think so. Too. Do you guys like get to pick your classroom? That's a dumb question. No. No? No. Nope. It's just kind of assigned to you? No, no so, But once you're in there, I mean, you're making yours. Sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I spent years doing science and math, so I'd be between two or three different classrooms. Which one do you like better? I guess math, Teaching? Um, yeah, math. I mean, I always thought I was going to be a biology teacher, but it seems like every teacher that comes into the school that teaches science has got biology, so... <laughs> it's like the Harry Potter... <laughs> what do you call it? Sorting hat? The De- defense of the dark arts. Oh, you know, yeah. Everyone just... wants to be the defense yeah. of the dark arts teacher. <laughs> um, so, when you're 90 years old... <laughs> And you're looking back on your career and life. What are you going to say is like one of the greatest parts of your career? Felt like a butt. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, I've always just really enjoyed watching the students when they come in. Especially, I really loved teaching grade eights when we had grade mm-hmm. eight students because you'd see them come in and they'd be little kids and they'd be silly and goofy mm-hmm. uh, and. By the end of grade eight, all of a sudden they're turning into these snarly, you know, hormonal adolescents. And <laughs> <laughs> then you watch them in grade nine going like, oh my God, I'm glad I don't teach grade nine. <laughs> and then by the end of grade 10, they start turning into human beings again. It's just watching that transition. Yeah. Going from, it's a rocky from, road from grade eight to grade 10. Yeah. And watching them come time. in as little kids and come out as, mm-hmm. see, I knew you were going to be a nice human being. I mean, I had a couple of people, you know, Christy Smith. Yeah, yeah. Christy Smith and, and Jamie Thompson, when they graduated high school, like I had them for a few times when they were in grade nine and grade 10 and they were not at their best. <laughs> <laughs> and they came and when they graduated going, we're really sorry for like how we treated you in class and, and how mean we were. I went, okay, um, you guys are teenagers. I kind of expected that. I mean, would you ever consider like with the uh, PRMS, would you ever move in that direction? Not now. No. No. You're like steadfast. You're, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm. You got your roots. I'm, I'm counting down on one hand now to semi-retirement. So what? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm 54. I'm gonna, yeah. That's so crazy. Like, well, kind of like the conversations we've had before. It's just I don't see age. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You Until you hear it. Yeah. Yeah, like, and for the record, you do not look 54. Well, if you think about how old you guys are and the fact that yeah. you guys mm-hmm. were in, what, grade 8 the year I started, or yeah. the second year yeah. I was yeah. teaching, you are in grade, grade 7 eight. year I started yeah. teaching. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so you go like, Crazy, okay, so I'm yeah. this old, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was, I was having a conversation with another teacher that, I guess she she was a couple years ahead of you guys when she was in school, and, and she told me how old she was, and I went, 
really? <laughs> well, even I'm okay with being 54, but I was not okay with her being 47 or whatever right. she yeah. is. And when like, you started. How did that happen? No, no, you're not allowed to be. Well, even Sally Marr, because she was my grade five teacher, she still looks like Sally Marr, How, the when icon, you were there, yeah. the teacher, yeah. ageless. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it's super interesting. So I had another question thought, but it just popped out of my head. It was a question. What are you going to do after you retire? I'm going to teach. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, really, I, I want, one of the nice things about being retired and being in a small town is that they often need right. teachers to come in and cover classes, yeah. substitutes or TTOCs or whatever you want to call them. And, and from what I've understood from other teachers who have retired, that basically you can live off of your pension, but you can do things like go on trips and work on your house from mm-hmm. just doing part-time work, maybe working five days a month or something like that. Wow. And what are your bucket lists? To do things that you want to do after you retire. I would really like to go and live somewhere else for six months to a year or so. Like, yeah. I'm look, I've been looking at uh, Playa del Carmen. Nice. On the east coast of Mexico, which is supposed to have a very large ex- expat community, but it's not a huge town. Mm-hmm. That's very specific. It is very specific. <laughs> if anyone wants to know where Paul Paling is after retirement, <laughs> he'll be at Playa del Carmen. <laughs> yes. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, no, it, it, it's south like, of Cancun. So it's not like a resort or anything? It's it is like, kind of, yeah. It's, yeah. Kind of, it's, it's just not a huge one. It's it's still mm-hmm. in its kind of infancy. So, so you, you've been there before? Nope. No? <laughs> Did you just open like a... I started searching, saying best places <laughs> to retire as a, as a Canadian. <laughs> it's, there's a really good place. Um, there's a couple of places in... Like Portugal is supposed to be really a, a, an affordable place to retire. That would be amazing. Weather, so it's like that summer all-time weather. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and one of the places that they, 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 they mentioned was this place that's... Oh, what is it Barcelona? No, Barcelona's in Spain. Anyways, outside the capital of, of Portugal, where all the police officers from the capital live. So it's the safest place in Portugal to live. Oh, right? well, yeah. <laughs> and lots of it. So it's like... <laughs> I'll go there. That would be like more... Definitely more accessible, to obviously, to other places in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be definitely to, to go on... Like, would that be like a train kind of a thing where you would just start at one spot and then go... No, if I was to... No, I'd actually like make that my residence. Oh, I see. Okay. Like a rented condo or something like that for right. six months or a year or whatever and get huh. a small car. Because, I mean, from there, I mean, I remember when, when some exchange students were in Prince Rupert that lived in the Netherlands and there would be like a three-hour drive to go from where they live to... That'd to, be so awesome. ...to Paris. And yeah. It's like, well, that's going to Smithers from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right. So yeah. you can drive Everything's across. so close, yeah, right? Yeah, and when I was there, someone said, well, do you, where, do you live with your, where your parents live? I said, no, they live about 1,500 kilometers away. And they went, well, that's like from here to Moscow. I went, that's just... That's pretty much... <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much, that's pretty much close enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be awesome. Wow. So that, I was, I was thinking about, you know, doing the... Motorhome mm-hmm. as well, but I don't know about that. That's gas like cross, expensive and cross huge. Canada, across the states. Yeah, cross. across Canada and the states. I want to see the East Coast in the yeah. in the fall with all the colors changing and that. Yeah, that would be like all all four seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of. I I don't know. Yeah, and then then when it's that winter time, then you start going south, yeah. <laughs> down to Florida and through Texas and right. 
I would love to spend a year in Europe. I think it would be super fun just to go everywhere and... Like anywhere in particular or like where would you I'd start? I'd go to Italy and Barcelona and... Barcelona. That's it, Barcelona. <laughs> That's the place I think <laughs> Barcelona. Um, yeah, I, I would like to see Amsterdam and Germany and I'd also like to see Scandinavia too. Yeah. Sweden and Norway yeah. and... It's really, I, I have no real inkling to go to, to Europe. Yeah? Yeah. It's very so well, I guess when I do the podcast over there, <laughs> you're not invited. I'll be your guest, <laughs> guest speaker. The other place that I'd really like to go and spend time in is New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's small, but it's like yeah. Yeah. all these different, cool. ter- different, basically it's Canada in a, in a small compared mm-hmm. area. Just, yeah, that would be insane. Yeah, I think awesome. the Maori culture would be yeah. very interesting and, and, and to learn more about. Of, yeah, you can do like an exchange thing. There you, you go. Uh, I don't know if they still do that. I haven't heard of an exchange yeah. teacher for so long. Wow. But yeah, the, the integration of the Maori and the European cultures together is just like, an amazing thing. It's like a, a model for the rest of the world. Almost. Like when we went to Japan, that was like life-changing for me. Yeah, no, me too. Right. So mm-hmm. it was just like one of those things where you're like, wow, I did that. Yeah, there's a whole other world out there. Yeah. That's crazy. So my questions, Mr. Palin, I don't know if you can answer this or not. Um, what would you be doing if you weren't a teacher? I have no idea. <laughs> really? <laughs> I had, when growing up, there were like three three biggies that I wanted to do that, that I considered being. Once I decided I was not going to be a fire truck. <laughs> you wanted to be a I fire truck? I wanted to be a fire truck. Yep. Is it the color? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's the fireman. Uh, <laughs> just like I'm riding up and down on my ladder. <laughs> okay. I've embarrassed myself. <laughs> no, yeah, no, uh, RCMP. Yeah. Specifically mm-hmm. RCMP. That was me too. Not, yeah. not, not City of Edmonton, not City of Vancouver, RCMP. Okay. Uh, RCMP uh, doctor, like a pediatrician or a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or a teacher. And then the RCMP wouldn't t- take me because of an eye issue and doctors you have to go to school for like 20 years yeah, yeah. everyone like, hug a doctor they've gone to school for a long time i'm, I'm, I'm going like i'm not going to school that long <laughs> and i okay. actually had a i actually had a counselor in high school sort of talk me into going to computer sciences because it was the the coming thing right because i was 1981 <laughs> <laughs> where yeah it was gonna be like the jetsons in the year 2000 yeah so so i, I tried and went Oh, I can't imagine sitting in front of a computer keyboard for eight hours a day for the rest oh of my, my life. Oh my god, that sounds like heaven. So I changed. <laughs> so I changed. <laughs> so I changed my my. I changed into education halfway through the my first year of university. So you went from like computer sciences to to math to biology to biology. Wow! But because I had so much math with the computer sciences, I went all right. I'll do that as my minor. What is it about math that just made you go? This is it. Not so much ever learning it. I mean, I was always good at math, and I and it was fine, but I, I didn't like it. It sucked. <laughs> it was boring. It was like, oh, my God, not another. Because all it is is, like, routines, patterns, patterns, patterns yeah. routines, routines, routines. But the teachers never explained, like, why you were doing these things when right. I was in school. It was like, all right, so here's the times tables. Memorize it. Got it. <laughs> here's, here, here's how you do algebra. It's, Remember it. Got it. Right. Never explain like, well, this is what it's for. And this is how it's used. And this is why this is how, what multiplication actually means. Right. That's so what I think you're really good at. Like I've seen you work with students and the way you explain math and break down the concepts. 
Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't until I took physics in high school that I went, suddenly went, oh my physics. god, Shudder. I know. <laughs> get over yourselves. Hey, I took physics for a while and it didn't work out well for me. I just I took honor sense. physics my first year of university. Uh, I admire that. I just, didn't, I just didn't know what it was about being honors. <laughs> no one explained that to me. I took typing in high school and avoided everything. I else. love typing, and I just want to say that I think I excelled at typing, even though well, actually, it's a skill that I do. Use every day it's a skill that everyone should use and yeah i took typing in high school as well and there was back in again 1981 right um there are two boys in the class and 24 girls right and we so (laughs) the guy's name was robert orr so uh, bobby orr (laughs) but he's robert he's rob anyway so so we spent the majority of our time going around because it's bad you know it was really, really high tech. We had the electric typewriters. Nice. I know. So we spend our time going around fixing the typewriters that are jammed and broken. <laughs> not you were not like... bothering. So we knew how to keyboard, but we just... <laughs> <laughs> I was nowhere near fast enough to do anything that the, 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 the teacher wanted us to do, but I fixed his machines for him. So I got to the end of the course and he says, so, um, yeah, um, I could give you... They called it standing granted, which means that we give you credit for the course. You didn't pass it. Never oh, take this wow. course again in the rest for the rest of your life. Yeah, oh but you but you get a pass <laughs> on it. Or I can say that you have you're in the introductory typing course, and I can give you a, a B for it. Like, B man, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm never taking a typing course again. That's awesome. Crazy. Well, if I had a teacher who would actually explain something like that, like with math, I think I would have maybe given it more of a chance. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, my my whole thing growing up was I wanted to know why something worked, not that it worked. I go, okay, so yeah, it works. How come? Yeah. And then that same thing through university. That's why I liked biology so much that that when you got down to like developmental biology and and with embryology and things like that, Mm -hmm. the cells get to, you get the, the fertilized egg and it gets to so many cells and then it starts to differentiate into different cells doing different things. And right. And so, like, that was the perfect place for me because now all of a sudden it's like a why, 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 why. They couldn't tell me, which was, like, really intriguing because, like, how, why do these ones decide that they're going to be nerve cells and these ones don't? Wow. It's, like, amazing and intriguing. So that's why I wanted to be a biology teacher. But yeah, then I learned that teaching math is fun because you could get into the why and the how and see the patterns and see the patterns in different ways. So do you do, you do like, sorry, um... I'm just going on a like. Do you do a tangent? Yeah, math <laughs> <laughs> joke. Yeah, I see you did that. Um, do you do like practical stuff? Like, so I have no idea where I'm going with this, but do you? Well, sometimes when it's applicable, like if we're doing trigonometry, where we're looking at angles and you know mm. tangent, <laughs> then for sure, yeah, we we have these little things that can measure angles that you can look up. They're called inclinometers, where you can look up and see the angle going up to the top of a building or the top of a tree. And wow. So we can figure out heights of buildings and trees right. from the ground sort of thing. But most of it is, is basically it's just getting to under the why and where it's going to be applicable. and Right. Why you need it. Why you and, need and different it. ways of seeing how you can do it and how you need it because right. not everyone can just see the algorithm and go for it. Right. Yeah, my, my head just exploded. Sorry. <laughs> okay um i think you already answered this one though 
the country you'd love to retire to and why? Yeah. Okay. Chocolate. <laughs> Did you say chocolate? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say... Portugal has good chocolate? I don't know. Mexico does. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I forgot really Mexico was the first one. Too. My brother is going down to Puerto Vallarta next week. There's a massive beer festival with all the different homegrown beers from around the Puerto Vallarta area. Wow. I am so jealous. <laughs> Isn't that like scary to be down there right now though? Certain areas, yeah, yeah. Certain areas, no. I think they really do try and the, the, they try avoid and... the tourist areas and it's more about robbing your friends rather than your, <laughs> your, your, your financiers. <laughs> <laughs> very smart. That's very smart. Okay. Uh, if you were to attribute the decline of intelligence to either the existence of memes or the success <laughs> of the Kardashians, which would you choose and why? Aren't the Kardashians just one big meme anyways? <laughs> I, I, I can't even keep up with the Kardashians right now. <laughs> I don't know the Kardashians' names. I know that they have injected buttocks. Yeah. and the, it's like, like, Oh, your butt's that big. I'm going to get more. Yeah, it's I think their lips scary. are injected too. Like, because if you, you look at them, you got the big butts and those skinny little legs. You go like, yeah, that's just not proportional. That's just not real. I mean, yeah. people can have big butts, but usually they have legs that support them. And plus, there was like a couple of pictures, you know, a meme, I guess, of um, you know the before and afters of them. Yeah, were, were granted, you know, most of that's Facetune and filtered yeah. crap. And, yeah, and a lot of that too is, is you know, photoshopping as well, but. Yeah, and I. But the, but the whole butt thing, I just I just don't understand. <laughs> it. You're hung up on the butt. I know. Well, I mean, it looks. I, I'm not Sir Mixabot. <laughs> it looks. It looks pretty. It just looks unnatural when it's not photoshopped to. Yeah. Perfect. But I guess though, so, if you really want a big butt, and you can't, that's lie. what you want to get. <laughs> Them other fellows can't then that's, lie. Then that's important, right? It's like plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Or getting Botox or... Yeah, fillers or... Fillers or... And when you don't want to do the work to do all the, 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 the squats to right. melt the muscles in your legs. And your I actually and watched I watched a documentary about a girl getting butt injections. I think it was in Brazil. And she did like, like a whole... They injected all this stuff into her butt, but she couldn't sit down for two weeks. Oh my gosh. Like, that'd be hard. Yeah, and he... You yeah, know, take you, serious you see, time off. Yeah, you you <laughs> see like all of the stuff where you're like, oh, you're supposed to massage it for like 15 minutes after you get it, like the day after. And... It looks super painful, and I don't think it was super. Because there's like then, then you get the guys as well. That have you seen that the guys that inject their muscles or their arms and legs or shoulders with? It's basically it's a mixture of like oil and mineral oil and. Oh, what's the purpose of that? So they get super huge. Really? I mean, it's not muscles. It's just like it just engorged, engorged, and, <laughs> and when the body starts to absorb it, it's it's really a health risk. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Holy crap! But yeah, if you YouTube it, then they'll have like real skin, like they'll have chicken legs like mine, but they'll be like, <laughs> with the with a super ripped muscle <laughs> your top. It's like, dude, you just look wrong. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like the the human Ken doll. Have you seen? Oh yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Well, I think there was a girl who tried to look like Barbie too. Right. Like she altered her face to look like Barbie. But I don't know. I think we live in a obsessed society, right? Where what would we're you, trying. What would you get done? Oh, I would definitely Botox my vein in the middle of my forehead. <laughs> what like vein? when I laugh oh. too hard 
And when we do a selfie later, I'm sure. It'll be- <laughs> <laughs> so this is the this is the I'm gonna have a a, a stroke. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. It just. I don't know. Oh, Christine's going to have her stroke now. There it goes. <laughs> but I don't know what I would do. Like, I I think it's more, you know, you want to be healthy. I don't know if, no. if I would do plastic surgery like, down the road. I mean, I'm sure I could fix a bunch of things, but no. I don't know. I'm not too upset about the process so far. I'd probably just get, like, eye surgery, maybe. Maybe. So I don't have glasses. glasses. Yeah. I'd maybe yeah. pump up my lips a little bit. All those. No, oh, that'd be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, although someone who I know who had that surgery or whatever, they're wearing glasses now. Well, well I think you. Had, I think when it? you get cataract surgery, or sorry, like laser, laser eye laser surgery, eye. you may have to wear reading glasses. Too. Yeah, no, because the, the reading and the the glasses for for seeing distance and glasses for reading are two different things. Sure. Because yeah. part of the God, I'm going to be a teacher again. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Paul. <laughs> part of the seeing and needing to read with glasses is because. The, the the lens is a, a, a little spongy kind of elasticy thing, the muscles around it. So when when you're focusing, the muscles will stretch and they'll like thin out the eye, thin mm. out the lens, and then it'll plump out again. And mm. as you get older, it becomes a little bit firmer, more rigid, and the muscles get tired and they can't focus nearly as well as they could anymore. More, which is why which is why your arms have to get longer as you get older. And I know that's huh. starting to happen with me, like. When really? I'm in a workshop and I look up and I have to look for, at the board or whatever, it's starting to get a little bit blurry. Yeah. Well, but. I do have what I call my dad glasses at school because when I have my contacts in, like I can do this and I can read, sorry, yeah. I can take off my glasses and read fine, but right. when I'm wearing my contacts, even though they do have a, what are they called, not transition, progressive, progressive, that's yeah. the one. I can read most things, but for really small, I still have to put on my reading glasses if oh, I'm getting wow. tired. So yeah, yeah I, have, I have these reading glasses. I, I call them my dad glasses. <laughs> so I've had to start doing... My dad had his arms had to get longer. longer <laughs> That'll be our next podcast. How many of you are reading with longer arms? That's terrible. Well, well, that doesn't make any sense. So that would just mean that I shouldn't even consider... Are, are, are you all about reading uh, distance? Or are you, are well, you... I can't see anything far away. Yeah. I think you should do it. Yeah, no, because no, a friend of mine has got it done, and, and so she started to wear reading glasses as well. Yeah. Right. She's the one that was 47 all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't understand why. It's broken. But, yeah. I just she... tried on your glasses. You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, so she's, she, she's really happy about seeing, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're trading glasses. So. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Do you still get up every morning and answer the daybreak radio question? I don't answer it. I just do it in my head now. Because <laughs> you used, to, used to do that for a long time. Oh, yeah. And now they're letting you phone in more than once a week. Ooh. So I have, I have like a, a like With seven the, or eight daybreak, daybreak mugs for winning the contest. But Oh, nice. So you do they just... Daybreak before, champion. <laughs> they just like, you know, see your number and like avoid your call or something? No, or? I don't call anymore. Oh, it's just because I can't be bothered because I have enough mugs. I don't need any more mugs. But it's not about the mug. It's about getting the answer. I have the answers. What what kind of questions are Paula's there? really good for trivia. Oh, it's, it's just all sorts. Like this week, what are they asking about this week? Last week they were asking like pumpkin questions. Today's question was about, well, I guess it's like after Halloween thing. They're talking about when you're, you're asleep and you have like nightmares, but you, you feel like you can't move out of the bed and things right. like that. And, yeah. Sleep paralysis. <laughs> oh, I see. So they... I wouldn't have gotten that. 
Yeah. And, and what 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 that phase, happens to me a lot though. And what phase mm-hmm. of sleep are you in when you dream? Huh. Rapid eye movement. <laughs> this is like yawn. Yeah, Whatever. it's like okay, yeah. So I'm playing my little word game on my on my iPod as I'm drinking my coffee, going, yeah, rapid eye movement. <laughs> <laughs> we did That's an awesome. SPCA trivia a couple of times and Paul was on our team and I think you know every answer to every question in almost every category. I, totally I think the only category I do well in definitely not sports. Is music. Oh we sucked at sports so many times. Yeah, we do suck at sports. <laughs> Are they doing that still? I hope so. Not for a while, but because Keith Lamborn, who was like the, the host, sort of like stepped down. I don't think anyone stepped back up again. Uh, you should be that person. No. You can be that person. You are that person. No. <laughs> Do you want to hear what's quending? I would love to hear what's quending. Are things quending right now? Things are queer trending. Is there something about like that, that new governor in Colorado? <laughs> no. No, that isn't it. But apparently there's a new governor in Colorado who is gay. <laughs> But I think he's the first openly gay governor of any state in the United States of America. That's this what I heard too. Yeah. So, what could be possibly more important than that? Well, this is actually really important because <laughs> I did notice this the other day when I was watching Netflix. Oh, did you know that LGBTQ representation on TV is at a record high? Nice. And that a new GLAD report finds that 433 regular and reoccurring queer characters. Oh, report finds that 433 regular and recurring queer characters over the past year. Wow. And they're not killing off all the lesbians anymore? They are not killing off <laughs> lesbians. Okay, so the, the characters aren't like, tr- like dram- dramatically psychotic killers or... No, and wow. that the characters are staying right, on the right. show. Last year's record was 329. Um, and that, yeah... It sounds very good. And that queer men and queer women are equally represented. So they're queer characters, but are they played by queer actors? That would be the next question. Oh, right. tricky question. Because I know one of my favorite um, characters is on How to Get Away with Murder. Have you, you guys watched that? It's so good. I've watched a couple of them. I was a big Scandal person, but yeah. I need to move yeah. to the next yeah, one. Yeah, I started watching Scandal. I just couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, it, towards the end, it was just like... <sighs> Really? But, yeah, How to Get Away with Murder. It's on yeah. Netflix as well. Yes. Yeah. So, um, one of the characters are, well, there's actually two characters, but I know one of them is actually confirmed to be to be queer, mm-hmm. and the other one's just, no idea. Hmm. Just, you know, fine and all good in that, but then you, now you want to know, well, are you really or not? Well, yeah, because when, when, when Modern Family came out, and they had the, the gay people... Right. One isn't, one isn't, right? One isn't, one isn't. Of course, the one that I'm totally in love with is, is, is the not. straight guy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone falls in love with someone straight <laughs> at some point. Oh, man. Any, uh, go to work this way. I did notice the other day, though, when I was watching TV that there, there are way more storylines right. with queer characters. And it says in this article that the audience is hungry for new stories and perspectives. And they yeah. want to see... Characters that represent right. you know, themselves. And so. even more commercials nowadays. Oh, totally. Yes. Not, not only gay with queer yeah. people, but interracial couples. and Yeah, right. blended families. Blended families and, and, yeah. Yeah. Which is like ridiculous because it is 2018. Yeah, it shouldn't be a big shock. That, that they're... But yeah, I was like, I was quote unquote sick the other day. Well, actually, no, I was sick. 
It's quote unquote. Did you forget for a minute? Because it's absolutely true. <laughs> well, it was the Apple event, so I had to watch it. Anyway, oh my um, God. there's an Apple event. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they launched like a new, new product. Phone? Yeah, there yeah. was the new phone. But so I, I legitimately was sick. But it was just how is that cough? <laughs> it's clearing up. Thank you. But I was anyway. So I was watching. You just needed an apple for the day. Would be like, no. I was watching like um, daytime TV commercials, which I don't really watch cable anymore for this purpose, just because the commercials are just so insane, especially around Christmas time and the holidays. Mm -hmm. People are just like, you have to be this family, you have to be that family. But it was really cool to see like coffee commercials with like two dads getting up and yeah, I like those. Yeah, which is like laundry commercials. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great. So that is my Quending story, and. So the next thing is that they have to get more trans people that are playing trans roles. Because yeah, I mean, we talked right. about that. I think the only one that I know of is Laverne Cox. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. But there's there's, a, there's, there's a, one on General Hospital. There's okay. like, and I believe I it's a so. Vancouver actress. Netflix has some pretty amazing. Well, there is but like the right now the Sabrina, the new Sabrina mm-hmm. on Netflix. There's, there's a there's a per, there's a individual on it that that is genderqueer. Oh, okay. That. that Oh, I I'm on first. Name. I'm on the first episode, so don't spoil anything. Well, I'm, I'm not far in. I'm only oh, like okay. on the fifth or sixth. But yeah. which I guess how do you like it? How do you like it so far? It's it's interesting. It's, it's like different, it's right? weird. I heard it's, it's like satanic, and it's a little like yeah. And I go like, oh, I don't know if I like that. I love that they're just like throwing in like praise Satan or you know yeah. Our dark, our dark lord. it's time for your un. Whatever thing, right? Yeah, but I was... and, and and also the big confusion for me is like you're watching them and and they're dressed like early '60s people, right? They're dressed as like mm-hmm. yeah, and, and and their vehicles are all late '70s. But, but ne- Netflix phones. is really good at that though because that's what they do in Riverdale. They take stuff from yeah. the Archie comics, like yeah. the jalopy yeah. and the the outfits that Betty and Veronica wear. Totally, and yeah. then they do a twist with modern times, and then yeah. you go into the hospital, and it's all the Total retro awesome. outfits. But I kind of like it. Like I noticed in Sabrina, the uh, their house is like kind of in a tree, it looks like, or something, oh, yeah. because there's like branches going mm. everywhere and this and that. Yeah. And it's like filmed actually in BC. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a lot of them Vancouver, like, yeah. like Riverdale. Because I remember walking by like a London Drugs, and it said it was like completely closed and you know everything but it said filming Sabrina or something like that oh that's awesome yeah so I walked by the set so that's pretty cool there you go (laughs) maybe Netflix will want to sponsor one of our podcasts (laughs) there we go but yeah Netflix is really good because I mean have you guys seen Sense8 yes Yes. yeah so there is like some definite Mm -hmm. you know representation (laughs) if you can call it that (laughs) I, some of the, I didn't see the, season, the second season where they're having that little big dream orgy scene. I, I didn't see the second season because I was kind of like over it. Yeah, and I think I only watched a couple of it, but it was like... But the first season, some of those scenes were like, oh, that's hot. Yeah, and then they had a, a transgender or genderqueer, I'm not sure. Right. I think it's genderqueer, well. gender yeah. Queer. It was like a really like good... one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah. yeah. The hacker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She was awesome. She looks awesome. Yay! Well, thanks for being a part of our podcast, Paul, and for being my buddy for the GSA. Keep teaching your math strategies and being cool. So, how many how many shirts do you have that are math centric? Math centric. Oh, 
What does this one say? This is the hippopotamus one. Um. <laughs> for, for trigonometry or Pythagoras, because you have sine, cos, you have the adjacent side. Of the that is my favorite formula. The hypotenuse or the hippopotamus. <laughs> hippopotamus on it. Okay. <laughs> You're red. All right, this is where we high five. High five. High five. High five. Yay! Yay.